0: Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. This is episode number 177, and as always, I am your host, Anthony Caldwell. I am so excited today to share with you a word out of Second Samuel 19. Yesterday in the podcast, I gave you a little glimpse into what I was preaching yesterday morning. As the message wrapped up yesterday morning, I finished with this text in 2 Samuel 19. We talked about the story of Mephibosheth and how David showed honor to Jonathan's son. But what we didn't talk about on the podcast is the rest of the story. So David shows this kindness to Mephibosheth, the crippled man from Lodabar. And as he brings him into the palace, he brings him and says, you can sit at my table and eat every single night. You are always, always welcome to eat at my table. And the story kind of wraps up there until you read a little bit further on. In 2nd Samuel 16, we see where David is run out of town from Absalom, his son, and you know the story, Absalom creates this rebellion, they hate the king, so King David is on the run, he leaves town, as he leaves town, a group goes with him, a group stays back, and is for Absalom. And so Ziba, the servant of Mephibosheth, goes to find David in 2nd Samuel 16. And when Ziba gets there, David says, where is Mephibosheth? Where is your master? Where is the one that I've shown so much loving kindness to? And Ziba lies. Ziba says, he's got another agenda. He thinks that Saul's kingdom is coming back. He is not for you, king. So David gets a little bit frustrated and he says, okay, Ziba, you know what? Everything I gave Mephibosheth is now yours Come to find out Ziba was lying, and we see that in 2 Samuel 19, when David gets to return back, Absalom is defeated, and David is going back to rule as king once again. He sees Mephibosheth. In fact, Mephibosheth finds his way to come down and meet the king. In 2 Samuel 19, verses 24 and following, I want to read just a couple of verses to you today and give you an encouragement to show you that just because you're not the king doesn't mean you don't have the opportunity to honor. We know that King David had the opportunity to honor Mephibosheth and show him, I have all of these things I can give you. And Mephibosheth didn't have anything. He was crippled. He had nothing that he could give a king. But listen to what he does. It says in verse 24 of chapter 19 of Second Samuel, And Mephibosheth, son of Saul, came to meet the king. He had neither taken care of his feet, nor trimmed his beard, nor washed his clothes from the day the king departed until the day he came back safely. And when he came to Jerusalem to meet the king, the king said to him, Why did you not go with me, Mephibosheth? So here's what happens. First off, I think it's interesting that this part is in the scripture. Why would it note that he had not taken care of his feet, nor trimmed his beard, nor washed his clothes from the time the king, David, left until the day he came back safely? Well, I think it's because Mephibosheth said, I don't have much to offer. And he goes on and talks about how Ziba had deceived him and how he had lost his ride to go with David. And so basically Mephibosheth said this, I'm lame and I can't get up and run and go after you. But what I can do is I can stay right here in Jerusalem where Absalom was, and I can do my best to associate with you. I'm going to show my allegiance is with you and not with Absalom. So what Mephibosheth did, he stayed home, and I can imagine his thoughts. Why did he not take care of his feet? Well, I think he didn't take care of his feet because he thought, "Where's my king right now? My king is on the run. My king is has been run out of town, and he's probably weary on his journey. So he probably hasn't had time to take his feet are probably sore. So I'm not going to take care of my feet." And then it says he didn't trim his beard. You can almost hear him saying, my king can't be shaving right now. He's probably not able to keep his beard, so I'm going to not trim my beard either. He probably can't wash his clothes right now, so I'm going to not wash my clothes. See, what Mephibosheth was doing was showing honor to the king and saying, I want to look as much like my king. I want to identify as much as I can with my king that's out there. I don't know where he's at. He's not here by my side at the moment, but I'm going to do my best to display to the world who I belong to. I don't belong to Absalom and this worldly team that's come in and tried to overthrow what God has ordained. I'm not going to associate with that. I'm going to do my best to look like my king. He goes on and he says, he answered David, my lord, O king, my servant deceived me. For your servant said to him, I will saddle the donkey for myself and I may ride on it and go with the king. For your servant is lame so he's saying, Zeba tricked me and he said he was saddling a, a donkey and he took it and I couldn't get anywhere because I'm, I'm lame. I'm crippled in my feet. And then it says, he has slandered your servant to my Lord, the King, but my Lord, the King is like an angel of God. Do therefore what seems good to you for all my father's house were, but men doomed to death before my Lord, the King, but you set your servant among those who eat at your table. What further right have I then to cry to the King? As Mephibosheth is wrapping up, he's saying this, you have shown me so much love and so much kindness. You've done so much for me. The least I could do was while you were gone, look like you. I tried my best to make sure everybody knew whose clothes I had on. I was trying my absolute best to show the world around me who I belong to. Today, do your best to show the world who you belong to. What would Jesus look like today? How would he speak today? What would he do today in your family? How would he reconcile the relationships in your life today? What would he do? And do your absolute best to mimic him and look like him.